Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgar. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on, on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And if you want to join us on Patreon, go to Patreon.com backslash Mighty House and you will be entered for a chance to win the tool of the month. And this, we've got Klein Tools dual range non-contact voltage tester that we're going to give away. So if you want to test wires, make sure they're hot before you start working on them. There's a great way to do it without actually having to take anything apart. Uh, And you can walk up to it, touch it real quick. It'll let you know whether or not it's hot or not. All right, Robbie? My head is glowing. No, it's blinding. Uh, Dave Bubba Flowers says, hey, Robbie, my head is glowing. And I said, thank you for noticing. Dave Bubba Flowers? I'm just, yeah, that's his name. I don't know who Dave Bubba Flowers is, but Uh Dave Bubba Flowers says, my head is glowing. Yes, Yes, it is. Because I have the coolest headlamp. I'm looking up into the camera here. Yes. We have Walt with us. And we have Walt's daughter, Quinn, also with us. The mighty Quinn. Yes. She's heard that. I'm sure she has. Walt invented this headlamp. I have used it for taking my dog out for walks, Uh but that's not the purpose for the invention. But that's what you use it for. That's what I use it for. I think it's awesome. And does it work? Uh, Heck, yeah. I won't say the other word I was going to say because, you know, we're on the radio. Sometimes they, they like, think that they could sue me for saying bad words, so I don't. $50,000 fine. (laughs) What's the worst I've ever said? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll just keep looking up here. Yeah. So see, we have the inventor of this headlamp. Okay, 877-711-5611. First of all, if you want to call and ask any questions about this. Second of all, we have the inventor who's also a tool inventor. He used to work for Black & Decker. He invents all kinds of tools. So we have so much to talk about. Walt, who are you? Where'd you come from? What do you do? I'm, uh, like you said, uh, my name is Walt. And uh, I'm a tool uh, tool guy. I've been in the tool industry for 30 years. I was a Black & Decker guy. I uh, worked for American Tool, the vice grip company. I actually worked for the grandson of the guy who invented vice grips. And so I've always been around tools and I'm a pretty serious do-it-yourselfer. I love to work on just about everything. And with this one, this was kind of one of those things that I've tried every light known to man. I've owned three headlamps and you can never quite get the right light because the issue I always have with headlamps is I would I, I bought three different and would try them but you kind of have that tunnel of light. You've mm-hmm. always got to sit there and have your head pointed at what you're looking at. Uh, so with this one was kind of a trial and error, and it lights up the whole room. We say this is area illumination, 
because once you've got it on, you can just look with peripheral vision and, you know, we let's can, turn off we can't the lights look. and see. Yeah, and the switch. other thing is, um, I'm on, yeah, good. I'm on, I have this on dim. Oh, wow. He looks creepy. <laughs> Here, we'll light him oh, up. Look at that. We'll light him oh. up on high. So. <laughs> yeah. Right Jeez. in my eyes. There we go. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. The shadowing effect. Yes. Now it looks like you turn the lights back on. And we did. So she looks like some kind of superhero because uh, right now on the camera, if you look up there, you just all you see is this bar across where her eyes should be. See, it's like well, somebody it's, says it looks like I have an idea. You know, like <laughs> I have an idea. No, that's what I felt like. Yeah. And this, people are already asking how to get one, but we're you're just gonna have to wait. So okay, uh, go ahead. So how long did this take to develop and and? Um, the idea, once I had the idea, uh, I mocked one up in, uh, overnight. So it was a pretty quick thing to come up with the idea. Uh, but then it took about a month of trial and error. I was working with some different LED people uh, to try to figure out. Because the issue is LED lights are bright mm -hmm. uh, and, and they have a good focus light. But with this one, we want to spread it out. So we ended up with 20 LEDs around the front of it. Mm -hmm. And it kind of wraps around your head. That's how you get that peripheral vision. But the challenge was getting enough brightness but not making it too hot because LEDs have a tendency to get hot. Usually they're enclosed behind a, an air gap. Mm -hmm. uh, so with this one, we ended up, we wanted to make it something that was flexible, simple. So this is uh, basically, it's like a headband. So it's, you know, less than a quarter inch thick on the front of your head. Cause I always hate, you know, when you're walking around and, and that thing's bouncing yep, yep, uh, yep. or uh, I, I'm, I've worked a lot in the auto industry. And if you're getting under a car, you know, you need to, uh, you're always bumping your head on something. So with sure. this, it's a real low profile up on the front. Uh, so I had to work on having it that low profile, but not have too much heat. So it's a blend of enough light, not too much heat, and you know, good enough runtime. And then, uh, so then the backside of where that LED is across your forehead is that uh, is that like, material like uh, absorbent? So if you're sweating, it's like a sweatband too. Yeah, it's actually like a headband material. So the back strap is the headband material that's okay. flexible, the stretchy part, and. Through trial and error, when I was working on them, you want to have something that's on your forehead because that's touching your bare skin. Mm -hmm. So we use the same kind of uh, absorbent, flexible material so it's comfortable to wear on your head. Okay. So, um, this uh, and it's adjustable for your head. So you can, you can attach it and then it's got some uh, stretchy parts to it. So... Um, the technical term I think is elastic, the stretchy part, right? <laughs> I like stretchy parts. Yeah, stretchy we're part. all stretchy parts. I wear we're a not lot of pants like that. Yeah, so what's the smallest head? What's the largest head? Because I've got a pretty large egg head. Is this still going to fit uh, an, a, a melon like mine? Or? Well, I did the, the, the fun part was real quick to do the invention. And then uh -huh. I started working with a designer who uh, he took a look at the different head sizes. So this will actually fit uh, on a child. You can adjust it down so it'll fit on, I think he said a five-year-old. Like a mighty up, Quinn? Like a mighty Quinn, like okay. the one sitting next to me here. Okay. Or uh, you actually can, with the strap, adjust it so you can get it over a hard hat. So it's a pretty wide oh, adjustability range. look at you, so, Mr. Fancy Pants, going on over a hard so, hat. So That's this, excellent. So the, the goal is to try to make something simple. And then it, whenever you're designing anything, it's always easy to over-engineer things. So I, I scaled back and tried to say, <laughs> okay, how do you make it? Because if you want to buy a headlamp, uh, you can find headlamps that are, you know, 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, let's make something simple. So this is a blend it's a simple, you know, basic, it does, puts the light output, but it's also, you know, like a $15 light. So I didn't okay. want to make something that's 50 bucks. Why not make something $100 and just keep the profit? Um, well, 
you can do that, but you'll sell two of them if you make them too expensive. Mm. Um, so the goal was this is something that I wanted to use, and you know I'm not you know a multi-billionaire kind of thing. So I figured, what would I want to pay for something? I thought you know around fifteen dollars is you know a pretty reasonable price mm-hmm. compared to what's out there. Sure, because um, you can buy you know like I said, you can buy a hundred dollar light, but then you're going to be worried. You don't want to scratch it on you know the underbody of the car or. Right, uh, uh, you know, you can be too cautious with it. So sure. this is, you know, it's a simple. Light. But that's one of the things. That's what I like with this one, though, because it's um, most of them have a big old bulbous front on them. So, like yeah. I said, their center of gravity's off. They don't. They're, they're directional. So yeah, I'm crawling under a car. I like having all. Yeah, those. that's it's a good idea. Good. Well, once once we started playing with it, we, when you have this on, um, it's hard to see in the studio here. But uh, it's a non-directional light. So since you've got the 20 bulbs, they're actually uh, uh, coming from different angles at what you're lighting. So if you're looking in a car, if you have a flashlight, it's making a straight point of light down into your engine area. Mm -hmm. So you can't see, you know, it's making a lot of shadows. So with this, you know, you don't have the shadow. So if you're crawling in a crawl space or crawling under your car, uh, you know, it just lights up everything around you. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And then uh, how long do the batteries last? Um, Yeah, that's always a a loaded question. How did you know? That's what we have. What oh. size batteries and how long does it last? Okay. The, uh, this version works with uh, three AAA batteries, and it, it's the old answer. I, I was a DeWalt guy, so I'm used to answering the battery question. Mm-hmm. It depends on what you're doing. Okay. Uh, in this case, it depends what batteries you have in it. Uh, loosely speaking, um, I've been using – I'm a runner. Uh, I wasn't a runner, but I started running this year. And when I'm you sorry. run with this uh, – <laughs> I don't enjoy right. it for health, health reasons. Oh, um, get another cheeseburger. Forget that. So, but usually this will run. It's about six hours of continuous runtime. Uh, but if you're using it intermittently, like I don't run for six hours, believe mm. it or not. Okay, uh, that's you good. Yeah, I'll run for you know twenty twenty five minutes. Right. And uh, you know I've had them last over a month and a half. But you know it depends on the intermittent use. So it's about six hours, six to eight hours. It's very also cool. depends on the quality of the battery. Excellent. Okay. Uh, we got 60 seconds before the break. How do we get these? Uh, these are on Amazon. So just go to Amazon.com. And what do we and look up? search for OVLED. OV. LED headlamp. Oscar Victor. Yep. LED. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. And if you had the newsletter, there's a link in the newsletter. It'll take you right to the Amazon page to purchase. Okay. And maybe we could post it on Facebook, too. Yeah, we'll get it up on the Facebook and Twitter account here real quick. So can you stick around for a minute? Yep, sure. No problem. All right. Thank you. You're right, Quinn? You're doing good? Really? What? I can't hear you. <laughs> you got to say radio. yes, you're doing yeah. 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 There we go. <laughs> All right, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the pressure a man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And we're talking to Walt and Quinn from OVLED. And OVLED is a headlamp that you wear if you want to blind somebody. Yes. There are so many. Okay. I thought because we have a lot of um, home inspectors who yes. listen to our show. Yes. I thought this would be great for Nachi. I thought Walt would be. Kazoon tight. 
a perfect fit to go to Nachi and give a little they... talk there. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's good for postal workers. It's good for joggers, you were saying, bicyclists. It's good for dog walkers. It's good for when you take your dog out in the backyard at night and you want to clear it and make sure there's no skunks in the backyard. Uh-huh. It, uh, you were talking you about- You can find landmines with it then, too, if you're walking the dog in the backyard. Yes, exactly. Good for working on your car. Yes. Um, we and had- Crawl spaces, basements, mm-hmm. attics. Uh, we had a question on the Facebook Live. Okay. And uh, wanted to know about impact resistance. Oh, there's a good question. Yes. So they also, somebody also asked if it fits over hard hat, which you said it does. Yes. Yeah, and- it does fit over hard hat. In terms of impact resistance, um, we did standard drop testing on it. Uh, but it's not something that has like a hard plastic shell they have to worry about cracking. It is actually a flexible uh, flexible membrane over the light. So, it, it, you know, maybe if you hit it with a hammer, you'd probably have more trouble with your head than you would the light. <laughs> um, but, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not. It's a flexible, you know, I'm, you can bend the thing around. So it's not something that's going to crack. Uh, we did the drop test. Uh, I think it was a three-meter drop test, but it's a pretty light item. So a drop test, you know, it's... So if I smash it with a hammer, as I would probably accidentally do, would I take out one bulb or one bulb takes out all the bulbs? Does that um, make sense? Actually, it's a strip. So these are in series. Uh, so, you know, this is not something that you would replace the bulbs uh, individually. So uh, they do but, have if one, one, but if one goes, they all go. If, yes. Yeah. yeah. So if I break one, I'm done. Correct. But you know so. what? It's $15. Plus there's a, a one-year warranty on them. So if you break it, you'd send it back Come in. Come on. Quinn, how much is this headlamp thing? I told you, you Quinn. You got to say something. $15. Where do we get it? Where do we get it? <laughs> online? Isn't there someplace I can order this online? Man, See, she just doesn't want to talk no, to me. Oh, no. She's, she's not. That's you, all right. You drew I was, in with something, at least. Yeah. I was told that she was very quiet, but I just thought, you know, she might want to chime in. Just say, Amazon. Did you forget? Mm. And, and oh, okay. What's your dad's name? <laughs> Walt. Thank you very much. Okay. Luckily, she doesn't shop on Amazon yet, so oh, that's okay. uh, we'll, we'll save that. Yeah. How old are you? Twelve. So that's like what sixth grade? Seventh. Seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Nice. Are you going to be an inventor? Ooh. What do you like to do? Build things. Oh, <laughs> there we go. She actually built a uh, a mini ATM machine out of cardboard rubber bands, and popsicle sticks. Really? So it's a functional ATM machine. So, yeah, she's going to be a little engineer, I think. How is it functional? Well, so, or she's going to be skimming. He puts money in, she takes it out. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So she's creating skimmers at the age of what, did you say? 12. Skimmers. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be at the gas station, hanging out at the gas station. Dad's going to go, hey, what are you doing at the gas station again? Oh, nothing. nothing. Skimming credit cards. That's right. So not only did your dad invent this cool thing, but we understand he's invented a lot of tools over the years. Do you know any of the other tools that he's invented? No. Do, do, you, <laughs> have a, right. do you have a cool tool collection in the basement or the garage? In the basement. In the basement? Yeah, you got a good uh, a, a shop down there with all the tools. And so do you go in and just move things around on your dad so he can't find stuff? No. But it's a good idea, isn't it? You know, if you do it, you can't get in trouble because we told you to do it. Yeah. So just just go down and wherever the drill is, move everything around. Move the screwdrivers around, the all the pliers, all that stuff. Move them into different drawers and locations. And then you're going to hear him yelling your name 
where is my whatever he's looking for at the time? But well, it's okay. You can't get in trouble. We're safe there because since I'm a tool guy, you've yeah. got six of everything. Oh. And you know, I'm a mess anyway, so they're always spread out someplace. So. Oh, good. So what other tools have you invented? Um, this year has been kind of a fun year. Uh, I've got a couple tools that are launching out at the SEMA show in the automotive. Uh, one of them is a metal marking tool. So if you want to mark or etch your name into a tool, mm-hmm. uh, it'll actually electro etch into your wrenches, sockets, or whatever. Wait, what? You're not using the engraver? No, no, because with an engraver, you look like a third grader handwriting. Uh-huh. You can yeah. never get that to work. Right. Uh, so right. I, so I took, uh, there was an idea at Black & Decker, we used to electro-etch the saw blades. So like the brand that's on the side of the saw blade, they mm. etch that in. Right. So I said, why can't we make a consumer version? So this is a thing about the size of a cordless drill that you, it's uh, powered. You yeah. put a stencil on the front with your name or whatever you want on there. You press it onto the tool, pull the trigger, and actually electro-etches into the tool. Oh, it, that's so, slick. So goes, how do you get the stencil? Uh, either you, we have some generic ones that come with it, or you can use a Brother P-Touch machine to make them. A lot of people don't want to put their name in case they want to resell their set of tools down the road. So people will put like a symbol. So we've got a series of symbols that come with the tool, or you can use that Brother P-Touch. I, I was always told on all your tools to put your driver's license number, because that way when the police recover it, they can find him where it belongs. <laughs> Bingo. All right. Where do we have that call, Ben? Line two? Uh, uh-oh, there you go. Did it hey, work? Jeff. Did I get Jeff from Nachi you, to call? You did. Hey, Jeff, you yeah, there? you did. Thank you, Jeff from Nachi. I was hoping you were listening. Yeah, happy sweetest day, Robbie. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you. Okay, so the question I have is, how small does this thing fold up into? It, it, it goes down probably to... Are you watching... I would no. Uh, I'm on. I'm driving. Okay. That, that is probably six inches by three inches by two an inch and a half. I would say. Uh, back pocket okay. fits it. Fits yeah, in your oh, back yeah. pocket. I, I just folded one up and you just just stuck it in my pocket pretty easily. Front pocket. He has it so in his front, front pocket. pocket. Yeah. It's it. If, right, so if, it'll fit in the pocket in my tool bag. Oh yeah. Oh, for easy. Sure, yeah. Easy. Real easy. So. Uh, All right. Cool. Uh, Do you think this is a good thing for inspectors? Well, I'm probably going to go buy one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I the the intensity of the light is amazing. I I when she turned that on the first time last week, I was blinded. Well, it actually puts out 300 lumens of light, so it's yeah. a it's a pretty bright light. Um, and and the way it spreads it out, it, it doesn't overblind you. Uh, you know, like if you had one single LED that was 300. Yeah. So if you're you're inspecting or you're crawling around, you've got enough light pumping into that area that it's you know it's going it, to light up anything you see. Yeah, it, it's it's lighting up a whole area instead of like you said in just one spot. So it's pretty cool. Well, I use a I use a 900 lumen flashlight for crawl spaces now. So right. 300. Let's see. We'll give it a try. Yeah. No. It, you know, it, it keeps your hands free too. That's the cool thing about it. Yeah. So, so and I, a flashlight like we oh. were talking about. Even would a 900 lumen flashlight spread more light, or it's still going to be in a single? It's, it's a focal point. No, it's it, it's in the cone, and that that's where you know the lumen number. Uh, you, you get one, try it out, because you'll be surprised that the amount of the number of lumens focused in one area versus if you're spreading 300 lumens to fill a room, um, you know, it lights it up. So we we actually put some pictures on on the Amazon site that show in the dark this lighting up an area. So like uh, somebody was repairing a tire on a car. Um, uh, you know, I've, yeah. I've got one out on the beach. It, it, try it out because when you see the spread of light, it's different than that focus light in one spot. Okay. Actually, Jeff, I've had the other bulky ones and just, just couldn't deal with them because my head would hit 
raptors and joists. Uh-huh. And stuff, and I just oh, no, up. this is like exactly. wearing a headband. I wear it all the time. It's like wearing a headband. And Jeff, he's local, so Walt is local. So if you want him to local. go to one of your meetings, just let us know. Local. I will do so. All right. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. Jeff. Thanks. Bye. All right. There we go. Okay. So uh, some of the other things that we were talking about there, other things that you've invented uh, well, or what you've got coming out. Yeah, well, that uh, you know that one is we're just launching at SEMA. Uh, years ago, I worked on the the laser that makes the line on the wall. Uh, I launched the very first one of those. So instead of having that five hundred dollar rotating laser, we made the twenty nine dollar one. I worked for it was the Vice Grip Company. It was uh, the Straight Line brand. Mm-hmm. So it's the size of the tape measure you put it on the wall makes a red line. That that was probably one of our biggest products that I ever worked on. Um, uh, launched a series of locking pliers, some automatic adjusting locking pliers, so you don't have to turn that knob on the back end. Really? Uh, so uh, you just you just it, it finds it and then locks grabs it. Grabs whatever thickness. Uh, another light we did years ago uh, that's still around is called the wobble light. It was a construction light, so mm-hmm. it's you could run into it with a pickup truck, knock it over, and instead of like a halogen light, you know that would crack and mm-hmm. you know cause all the heat. This one would self right itself, and um, uh, you know so that that's a company no that we sold. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's a weeble wobble. Uh, that's we actually tried to come up with another name, but wobble light was perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, and yep. then, and then a series of uh, uh, you know I worked on the quick grip clamp line uh, years ago, uh, the quick grip handy clamp. Uh, uh, it, it's been fun to work in the tool industry with uh, uh, trying to come up with simpler ways to do things. Mm-hmm. And because it's not like somebody sits in a room and says, "How are you going to invent something?" It's you talk to people, you see what trouble you're having, and you say, well, how do I make it easier? Right, right. Um, we have a question. What about water-resistant for people who are sweating? I don't even know why somebody put that question down there, but that's gross. I, I already did. I talked about it. Is it a sweatband also? Is it because, you know, you start oh, sweating? You, you know, I heard you talking about the sweatband, but right. I didn't. Yeah. So it's not going to impact. Um, no. Now, we have, I haven't got the actual IP rating on this one yet. Um, in terms of what the number is, this is not something that's water submersible. So we can't uh, go scuba diving. Can't with scuba it. dive with this version. We oh. actually are working on another one that's a sealed <laughs> one. Uh, but with this one, it's not IP rated. But it's uh, you know you can get it wet. I've run in the rain with it. Um, uh, you know, water is not going to affect unless you're submersing it or you know in heavy downpour. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very cool. So Black and Decker, some of those other things. That you've invented anything that might be in Ron's toolbox? Uh, this kind of ages me, but I was there before DeWalt, which is kind of crazy. Okay. Uh, so I was there during uh, uh, the DeWalt launch, mm-hmm. and that that was a lot of fun. I mean, that really changed an industry. Um, we did a series of, you know, I worked on some cordless tools, uh, uh, circular saws. Uh, that was a fun company because they really were end-user focused. We would spend, actually, a lot of companies ask, how do you get tools that end-users like? Uh, as a product person, we're required to go out in the field and work with the trades, you know, two days a month. So that's two days out of 20. So 10% of our time, we're actually working with framers or drywallers. Um, my brother also worked there, and he spent time out on oil rigs. Um, so it's, wow. you know, getting in the field and understand what people are doing. Right. All right, cool. Walt, and uh, the, it's O-V-L-E-D Light. I appreciate your time today, buddy. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. All thanks, right. Quinn. We'll take thanks a quick break, and we'll Aww. be back with your phone calls next. What'd she say? She said you're welcome. Yay! All right, Quinn. See, we got you to talk. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. (laughs) 
Oh, there we go. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how could you do that? Oh, you go over to MightyHouse.net, go on the Contact Us page. Just enter your name and your email, click on Submit, and you'll know what's going on every week, what's going to be on the show, who's going to be on the show, and more importantly, links to products if you're interested. Sure, sure. Like That's it. headlamps. Uh-huh. OVLED headlamps. There's a link in there to the Amazon page to purchase. Excellent. Okay, cool. So uh, we do have is, – is Trixie there? Or, we do. No, we do. she's not. Okay, then we're going to wait. Let's, uh, let's go to line two. Do you know who was on line two there? Or let's go this to three. Person. I'm sorry, three. Line three is – Line three is Trixie. John. 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 Hey, John, you're on Mighty House. You still... Good morning, uh, gentlemen and ladies. How you doing? I, I, I love your show. It's great. Excellent. Thank I got you, a sir. dumb question for you. Sure. Okay. Old man, dumb question. Okay. Air conditioning. You guys went through it before, and I'm sorry to switch your That's thing right. from the head thing, light, and no, all No, we're that good. Stuff. We always could use but a second. My, yeah. my question is about the air conditioning. I, I got an air conditioner, uh, central air, blah, 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 uh, on a condo or a townhouse condo condo same thing but the point is that uh uh it's like a 205 i believe 2005 or okay. so you know vintage sure. naturally and 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 uh it pumps out a little air but not a lot you know so i had a couple of guys come in one guy come in because he cleaned my furnace and i says uh, check that out okay checks it out well you need this stuff yeah, I mean the the Freon, right? And and evidently there's two different Freons, correct? And I guess I got the old one. Makes sense. But my point is, then he says, "Well, it'll cost you three to five hundred bucks for a pint or something like that." Yep. And then I wait. I waited a while, and I asked another guy because I had another guy come in and and do the same thing. Check it out make sure he made the same thing is that correct is that the right thing a pint or two of this stuff costs 500 bucks yeah it's sold by the pound and yeah the the refrigerant that they're trying to eliminate has gotten it went up faster than gold yes because they quit making it so now there's a lot of systems out there that have freon but they have um because they're there's ozone depleting they don't allow it to be used anymore or made anymore so um so anyway uh, that what they do is they quit making it so now it's becoming more and more expensive to actually acquire it and then be and able i don't to remember do which one it is our 22 or our whatever. yeah i don't remember which one not really big on that but yes he's not necessarily lying to you no that is that is completely true so you know, at that point, okay. if, if you've got so a, if you've that, got one that's consistent consistently leaking and they can't stop the leak, then it would be worth it to just upgrade into the newer system and get the newer Freon. Correct. So 
so technically, what you're just saying is you can't upgrade to the system. You have to take out the the air conditioner and do a new one, right? Correct. Yes, you'd need a new air conditioner and a coil because they are sized to match. And then, yes. But that would still only be, so, you know, so depending on the size of it, it might only be 1500 to grand. Yeah. For for, for uh, air conditioning or... or, or? Correct. Yeah, because your furnace slash air handler should not have to be replaced. Uh, the A frame and all that, fifteen hundred to two grand, right? Roughly, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George put on R twenty two. I knew George would step up. R twenty two was it, and that's what I thought. The new one's R four ten A. What's in my car then, George? What the hell did they go to then? At one thirty four, I think. Yeah, something. As I said, I mean, at least you guys that know that stuff, I leave it to my professionals. I'm just like here. Right. Check it. Throw the gauges on. Tell me what it needs or doesn't need. Exactly. So does that take care of you, John? Okay. So so best 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 to do is just upgrade, but not necessarily tear it all out and buy a new one for three thousand dollars. Well, the, the thing is, if you can afford it, you're better off replacing it because you're going to have higher efficiency. You don't have to deal with that anymore. And like Ron said, if this thing keeps failing because it's got a slow leak and they can't determine where the leak is. Well, at five hundred bucks for repair, you, you repair it twice. You're in the negative. In a new system, you get a tax credit. You're going to get, you know, more efficiency, which will reduce your operating cost. So there's more upside to replacing it, and that's part of what it is. It's planned obsolescence. It is thirteen years old. Okay. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I I understand. I agree. Uh, are you the one in Florida? Are you the guy in Florida? <laughs> I am the guy in Florida. Oh, I gotta talk to you. I'll call you back some other time. I want to move. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. I'm in Chicago area. I gotta get okay. the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I grew up in the Chicago area. Yeah, and glad I left. You got that right. I know that. I listened to your show, and yeah. I, man, I'm 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 ready to book. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> well, Rich, All right. Rich, thank you, guys and girls, and have a great weekend. And thank you for your show. Love right. it. Thanks, John. Thank Thanks, John. you. All right. And uh, where are we going next there, Trixie? Go to two. I got that part. And do you, do you have a name? James. James? Yeah. Hey, James, you're on Mighty House. Thanks yeah. for hanging on. Hi, Robert. Hopefully you guys can hear me. I can barely hear you guys. It's cutting in and out of my phone. Okay. Did you say you're on your boat? Uh, on his phone. Um, you guys are cutting in and out of my phone. Okay. So hopefully you can hear me. Um, I just wanted to, so if you can't hear me, hi, Robbie. Hi. Uh, Ron. Um, I've called him a couple times, and I've emailed Ron about my bathroom remodel, and it actually went uh, fantastic. Excellent. Um, so the main reason I was calling him is uh, I actually bought the uh, OV LED. Okay. And it was, um, I just got to use it the other day, and I'm so sad that I missed the guy because I just wanted to ask him a couple questions as well as uh, give him a couple um, uh, great ideas. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, but my view on it is that it's fantastic. Uh, that's good to know. Thank you. In home and it, you know, keeping your head up above some drop ceiling, you can see all the way down the drape phase, and um, and I and I love it. Excellent. So that's really what I saw. You just kind of give a, a praise about it and ask the the inventor and suggest a couple things that I missed them. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's all right. I appreciate oh, it. God, I, I sound I sound awful on this headphone. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, 
the the phone is really breaking up. It's it's uh it's it's not a good quality sound there. So um, I appreciate the phone call, and let me, I'll let Walt know. Let me, let, does this sound any better? Uh, that's yeah, it's a little. Yes, better. it sounds like you took the headset off and walked down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> did you say uh, so, that you heard um, about it, James? Did you say that you bought the headlight because we talked about it last week, or you knew about it previously? Nope, I bought it because you guys talked about it last week. Excellent. Uh, went on to Amazon. Went on to Amazon. I bought two of them one for my wife so that uh, she can uh, pick up after the dogs during the winter. You mean you? <laughs> You mean and, you? Um, I bought one for myself uh, uh-huh. just because I like neat gadgets. Yeah, and it cool. sounded really neat. Yeah, it um, is. One question I had: If you guys know, uh, do you know if it's waterproof and sweatproof? Sweatproof, yes. Waterproof, it's Water- good for rain, but not uh, not submersible. Yeah, correct. He's- yeah, the ba- yeah because the back panel, the battery pack isn't isn't sealed. Correct. So I was just worried about the front headband being sweatproof. So yeah. now he says that it'll hold up to sweat just fine. Yep. And oh, Which I mean, you know, whether you're running, but I mean, like me working in a car, laying on my back in the garage, I mean, you're always sweating. So yeah, oil cool. grease. Where I have the problem actually. On, on uh, my my uh, my, uh, you helped me out with my bathroom remodel, so I'm gonna have to email you those pictures of the follow up. So okay, um, but I also wanted to just make a comment that it does get warm on the high mode. So oh. if you are prone to sweating um, and you have it on for a long period of time, yeah, that it uh, that it does get warm. Okay. So that was my only comment on it. And my suggestions for the inventor, if you wanted to pass them along, sure. is that it doesn't come with the screw to hold the battery pack in place. Really? Or the batteries in place. That's, huh. Yeah, because uh, the, so the one that I, the one that I get, like, it has a spot for a screw. Uh-huh. I mean, I just put one of my screws that I have with it okay. uh, to hold it in place. But uh, the one I got from Amazon didn't come with that screw. Okay. Or both of them did. All right. Well, we'll talk to Walt about that. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Excellent. But otherwise, well, I love it. Fantastic. So, um, uh, right. I think that's it. All right. Have a, cool. Good day, guys. All right. Thank you, you too. Thanks. Thanks. Good to know. All right. All right. No problem. Bye. Right. Good to hear. So, why don't we do this? Walt, uh, the inventor of the OV LED, he gave us one to give away. Yes, he did. So, should we give one away? How should we do this? Oh, we have to make it hard. We always make it so easy. Yeah, we do? Yeah, it has to be hard. We have to make it hard. You know what we could do? We could quiz somebody on something that he said. Uh, if they get it. Or do we just give it a, because we've got, no. we've got a couple minutes. No. Uh, who? Okay, who wants one? Call in? Is that what you want to do? But it and has, then you got to ask answer a question that, because we're going to Robbie rules now, it sounds like. But we have to say like... Um, Okay, Walt's daughter's name. Oh, okay. There you go. There Call you go. up, name, give us Walt's daughter's name. Yep. And you will win one. The first one to answer the that first question. One to answer one. You got that, Trixie? Are you, are you paying attention or are you chatting? 877 711 5611. Call up, give us Walt's daughter's name. She was on the air. She was talking with us. We said her name a yep. couple times. And the, hurry up because the lines are filling up quick. 877 711 5611. There you go. All right, and uh, can I see Rich? Can we haven't see seen anybody in a while. No, he's, we just keep getting he's work, Ben's. He's working on the next show, and so I, we don't get to see see Rich at all. So. And when I ask Ben, he goes like this: "Yeah, eh, eh, I eh. got I got things to do, Ben." Yeah. Oh, I'm on the I'm on the Facebook thing, but I was screwing around. Something yeah, no, no, no. But so. see, you're not on our screen above anymore. Ah, uh, so you, so you can't. You, you haven't can't been the see me. No. 
Uh, you haven't been the last hour because oh. we're working on the next show. So, I see. Um, you got the winner already? Wow, that How was fast. How could it be that fast? Somebody was listening. <laughs> Did you say it was the second caller? The first caller had the information. So, and, and you've got all the info. What's of course, the, the guy's name was Walt. Yeah, what was the first name? See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the, the pressure a man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Everyday mistakes are made by untrained employees and unlicensed contractors who take advantage of homeowners who are looking for a good deal and to save a few bucks. Roofers and waterproofers local, roofers and waterproofers local 11 contractors put their customers first by employing men and women who go through extensive hands-on classroom and on-the-job training. The difference between a union and non-union contractor is the fact that the union contractor is a contributing contractor, which means mm -hmm. the union contractor invests employees, training, family health care, retirement, and professional standing in the industry. So if you're looking for a contractor, choose union labor and be a part of the solution. And visit RoofersLocal11.org for more information. That RoofersLocal11.org for more information. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And uh, with that, are you there, Rich? I am. Okay, cool. So um, we've got uh, we we have the winner for the LED light already. Uh, that went really fast, mm -hmm. and so um, maybe we can talk to him about getting some more. We'll give some more away or something like that. We'll see. Well, if he's selling two hundred a day, it's kind of a dollar. He could give you one. Sure, he he could toss he could toss us one maybe. Wait, he just did. Maybe we can get more. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's the one you were going to send to me, but you just gave it away. No, 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 no. No, I got I got yours. Yeah. I got yours, and we've got the one we're giving away. So, because okay. because you do need this, Rich. This this is a this light's perfect. <laughs> See, another thing was, is, like, and then Robbie came up with that great way to do this. You know, guessing his daughter's name, but yes. she's got it posted right here on Facebook, so it wasn't <laughs> really hard. Where do I have it posted? Uh, Walt just left. He brought his daughter Quinn. It was fun. <laughs> oh, well, still, hey, people had to figure it out. Sure, that's, that's right. That's excellent. Readers, readers are leaders. There you go. That's right. So uh, I'll get that in the mail to you sometime real soon. There, Rich. Hey, no worries, brother. Yep. But, yep. I, but it is starting to cool down here. I'm hitting the dry season, so I got to go okay. work on a sprinkler system today. Okay. Um, but I do because it's cooling down. I have work to do on the car, like change the instrument cluster. So the headlamp would be sounds pretty handy. Yes. Yeah. No, it does. You know, and the other thing because it's getting darker sooner now, and you're packing up your truck at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be good to have that headlamp to be able to. Well, you know, it's funny, like that Klein Tools backpack, you know, when I first got it, it's just like, you know, you go show up on a job, guys are going to think you're a dork, whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh, so far, each job I've gone on, they're like, where'd you get that? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, damn, that's better than carrying all this stuff around. Yep. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. There we go. Can't talk for a second here. I'm just going to. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, where'd he oh. go? One of the things that I wanted to talk about earlier when talking about downsizing at this meeting and selling your home, yep. 
uh, somebody had a question about home inspection, and I was like, oh, I have an answer. Yeah. I know the answer. Get a home inspection before you put the house on the market. Yes. And I felt mm-hmm. so smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and we're do, actually doing that. Uh, we're, we're doing that next week with, uh, we're gonna, with a house. They're, like, they're calling their inspector in ahead of time. So that way we can fix everything before uh, it has to go on the market this spring. Exactly. So if you could talk about what they should look for, what to expect. I mean, just do a, uh, call your home inspector, have them come out, do a full a regular inspection, pay them mm-hmm. for the report, and then that way the report goes on the countertop. And the countertop, you know, once you've got that on there, people can look at that. And if there's anything that needs to be fixed. Or you go the, fix it. And the, the the invoices for those repairs are sitting next to it. So that that way, here's the report. Here's what was wrong with the house. Here are the invoices for the repairs. Now you're done. So that's the way it works. Um, so some of the people found that they had asbestos wrapped around pipes. I can't uh-huh. There was a bunch of things. That's a bad one. Yes. And then um, some It's a good thing you get it removed for the next family. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Uh lead paint in mm-hmm. their garage and the people who own the house were like, "You know what? I've lived there for, you know, 40 years. My kids grew up and everything. I don't have kids now, so, you know, I it's... wasn't too concerned." And I don't mean to sound very uh, No, no. I mean, certain, a know. lot of these asbestos is harmless when it's in place. Lead paint is harmless when it's in place. You know what I mean? They're not good if you make if you disturb them. Yeah. No, no, I got it. Is it when the music starts playing, am I going to hear it or is it off right now? Okay. So I just want to know how many minutes we had left. And here. that word is called friable. Ooh. Well, that's, with, that's with asbestos. Yes. Yay. <laughs> so it was just interesting. The things, you know, that they had found out. Also, there was a woman who spoke and she's one of those mortgage brokers who rolls in one the cost. Those. You know, those one people. of those one of those people. one of those kind who rolls in the cost of the construction into it, the end loan. So it's a two or three K loan. Well, you know more than I do. Yeah. But she was awesome and she knew of our show already. Oh, really? So I thought we could have her on and talk about if you need. So I wasn't sure. Is it you're going to buy a house then mm-hmm. and then you want to remodel it? Or is it when you are selling a house and you have to fix it? You could use it for that, too. You the, those those loans, it's it's just what they do is they come in, they evaluate, they give you a an appraised value for your house with the improvements. So then you if, refinance your loan based on those improvements, and then they have the improvements done, and and then that way now you've got you could sell your house, you could stay there, do whatever right. you want. When you're first buying a house, it, the chance of you being able to do that's slim, because you've got to have enough I, value in it to be able to do that. Oh, so right. it's not for when you take a loan to buy a house. Probably no, you can, you but can. it depends on how much money you have, or your, you know, if there's an equity position, or if the house will appraise well enough. Correct. So let's say you buy a foreclosure that's all ripped up. The problem is nobody's going to give you a loan. You've got to have all the working. Everything's got to work in the house. But if it's if it needs to be repaired, you might be able to get a loan for that, and then for the for the uh, the value of all the remodeling that needs to be done, and so then you're going to get a loan for the Yep. perceived value at the end of construction. And Got then, it. And then they do payouts based on that. So so anyway, uh, but, I thought she was a good person to have on because she already knows the show. We are not mortgage brokers, nor do we play one on TV. So, 
but we Can sometimes talk your, about them on te- on the radio. Yeah, so contact your yeah. lo- local mortgage broker prior to listening to anything that we just said. <laughs> so that's the way it goes right there. Okay, cool. It has to be true. I heard it on the radio. That's right. That's right. So uh, podcasts or previous shows available at MightyHouse.net. Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can uh, help support the show by going to Patreon.com backslash Mighty House and enter for a chance to win the dual range contact voltage tester from Klein Tools. Sounds exciting. Yes, it is. It's very exciting. It's a very cool tool. The conversation continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Oh, you go right over to MightyHouse.net. Click on the uh, Contact Us page, and uh, no, just first, last name, and email address, you're good to go. Boom, done. Right there. Boom. So next week, we're going to uh, have a conversation with Corbett Lunsford, a building performance expert, and he's got a new TV show coming out, so we're going to talk to him about he that. Does? Yeah, it's coming out in December, and then uh, huh. we'll have Are another we going to Mi- be on it? I, we're, no. We've got to work on that. Mighty House Tip of the Week, and we'll have a Clutter Clarity. In between that, we'll be taking your phone calls. Thanks to John Daniel from Smart265 and Walt from the OV LED. We appreciate uh, the inventor of that coming in. Yes. For Trixie. And uh, we got a short straw in there. Rich Calgill, Robbie Earhart. I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until next Until Saturday. Until next Saturday. 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 Have a Saturday. great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Good If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.